Hello, I'm Pia. And I'm Brianne. Welcome to Mommy Wears My Shoe. So as I said before, I'm Pia. I am a semi-employed full-time graduate student mom with two boys and a husband. My boys, Andrew and Emmanuel, are 12 and 13 respectively. We moved to Houston from Northwest Georgia in 2007, but Atlanta, Georgia is the city that I call home. I am passionate about education and children's rights, and I drive my husband crazy by sharing data about the state of education in this country. I am one of those people that you either love or can't stomach because I am not afraid to share my opinion. So hopefully you will love me, but if not, Brienne is sure to win your affections. Hi, I'm Brienne. Uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom from New York City. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young children. My children are Kennedy, she's six, Talia, <laughs> she's five, and my son is Cole, and he's three. I was born in the Caribbean, and I grew up in the Bronx. My undergrad degree is in theater, and I have my master's in early, oh, I have my master's in elementary education. My husband and I moved to Houston about eight years ago because he wanted to return home. So, Pia, let's yes. talk about self-care. Oh, okay, we can talk about self-care. When we think of self-care, I know a lot of people have a lot of emotions about it, and yeah. the first thing that comes to your mind is, travel or take time and go to the spa or you know go to the hair salon and get your hair done but for me yes i think those things are great and they're important but what i think is more important for me is small things because okay. like and i consider this self-care this is what my self-care list looks like okay sleep washing my hair Shaving my legs, <laughs> flossing, taking vitamins, putting on lipstick, working out. That's a big one. Like meal planning. So I'm not stressing at the end of the day about what's for dinner. Taking time to read books or listen to audio books or podcasts. Um, to drink coffee with friends. Saying no is self-care. Yeah, journaling, meditating, or for some people, prayer. Um, going to the dentist. I haven't been to the dentist for I've going on two years. And that's really important. All doctor, import, all doctor <laughs> appointments are important. <laughs> they are. Uh, my children go to all theirs, but I don't go to mine. I know how that goes. And then um, I, think that's, that's it. I think that's everything for me. Well, I don't know. When I first heard the term self-care, it's like, oh my gosh, it's another cliche. It's another thing for people to be emotionally invested in or to jump on the bandwagon. Because my thing is, what is self-care? Is it something that you do every day, like shave your legs? Or is it that, that intentional act, I wish I could, of going on vacation? And I think my dislike for the phrase comes from the fact that I'm a working mother and sometimes I barely have time to even take care of my children 
So mm-hmm. do I have time to take care of myself? And I know people laugh. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I forget to wash clothes. Self-care for me is running into Target and buying underwear before work. And I right. seriously have done that. So I feel as if there's so many mothers out there where they're riding the two buses to work to pick up their, and they have to pick up their children on the way. What is self-care like for them? So I, I, I guess I'm saying I feel as if self-care is another elitist concept. Right. But I, I feel like it has to be different for each person. And you have to, no matter what, figure out what's important to you and make sure you care for yourself. But uh, I see where you're coming from as far as where do you take the time? Where do you find the time? Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense that it's finding that balance and what you can do, because as much as I don't like the term self-care, I did make a post on Facebook uh, about self-care and it showed a, it was a picture of a white chinette plate and wooden cutlery because I'm tired of washing dishes. (laughs) And if you know me, You know that if I were to host a picnic in a park, I would not bring paper plates. I have a set of plastic plates that I use for picnics. At home, I have white plates. I don't like paper plates, I hate them. But I got to the point where I felt as if all I was doing was washing dishes and in that moment, disposable servingware, foodware, whatever you want to call it, was was self-care. Yeah. that's exactly what I'm thinking and I think it needs to be I think self-care the thought has to be for everyone so how do you how do we make it where people who are marginalized or on the fringes and can benefit from this how do we do that or how can that conversation be started so that everyone is included so that the mom who, the single mom who barely has time to cook dinner in the afternoon, how can she believe that she has time to integrate self-care into her daily routine or that she's even worthy of self-care because a lot of mothers I know have that feeling that if they're not focused on their children, if they're doing something for themselves, that they're neglecting their children. Well, I think we have to reframe the idea of self-care. And we have to make sure that we have to think about why it's important. It's filling your cup. And um, and what fills your cup? Like what makes you feel good? What gives you the energy to go back out there and do it again? I um, like that. And You're changing my mind on self-care, Grant. <laughs> No, it's really about, because you can't give if you don't have, sorry about that. (laughs) You can't give if you don't have, if you have, if you're empty. So that mother that has to take two buses to get to work, she, her self-care may look like sleep. That is true. Mommy life is the daycare call they can pick up one of the children. <laughs> I don't I don't even know how to turn off my um my watch. Um, yeah. So self-care also is turning off 
from that's another thing I need to do. Like sometimes you need to turn off from like media and outside influence. Yes. And phones. And right now this is self-care for me. It is it's something different. Something, it's something that's focused on me that I'm enjoying doing. Yes. Like finding something like this that you enjoy doing. Netflix at night when your kids are sleeping. <laughs> I hate to say it, but mine is words with friends. I am a good scholar, so. And even Candy Crush. And I'm so embarrassed to say that, but it requires absolutely no thought at all. And it feels as if I'm always thinking about something. I'm always trying to solve a problem or to make something work, to fit a puzzle piece into something that or a place it does not go. So to just sit there and group candies three in a row, it's so fulfilling. That and Dr. Pim Dr. Pimple Popper video. <laughs> I have, the name sounds so ridiculous that I've never watched the show, but I don't even know what's on TV half the time. I don't watch television really. Right now I'm in the middle of watching a New York experience. Are you familiar with Ken Burns, the director? Well, He's done a lot of documentaries, but his brother, Rick Burns, did an eight-part series on New York City, which technically New York, the history of New York impacted the whole world because New York is basically, it's, it's a leader, it's a world leader. So I would say it impacted the history of the United States. Whatever occurred in New York slowly trickled down to everywhere else in America. And I enjoy watching this because I'm a history person. So I think you're selling me on this self-care because watching that documentary, it's fulfilling. It, even though I've seen it three or four times, every time I watch it, I learn something new. So self-care, it, it, it's so basic. It's finding joy in those little things. Darn, Brianna. <laughs> Changed my mind. No, but, <laughs> and just something else, I just thinking about that as far as self-care is concerned, it, it also has to be something healthy. Yes. <laughs> can't be an addiction. No, it cannot. Which candy crush can become an addiction. So sometimes you need to put a timer on that self-care. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my candy crush playing occurs at night when I am falling asleep and I can honestly say that when I go to sleep, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to fall asleep with the phone in my hand and I'll wake up to my phone, the sound of my phone hitting the floor. I'm not going to stay up playing Candy Crush for three or four hours. There might be people who do it, but that's not me. And what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Brianne? Something's going on in that head. No, I was thinking about your um, your comment earlier about the school uniforms. Oh. And if you wanted to talk about that. Really? Okay. Um, I don't like public school uniforms. My children have attended both private and public schools. I have no problem with private school uniforms, but I disagree with the concept of children who attend public schools being required to wear uniforms. And you want to know why? Yeah, exactly. Why do you not like the way they look or? Well, 
First off, I'm going to start with private school. When my husband or anyone and I, or you and your husband, if you were to send your children to a private school, you, you knowingly go through the process, you're applying, and you know that, that uniforms are required. This is an extra investment that you are accepting. You're signing a contract saying that I know my children have to wear uniforms. And you agree to that. And you put your children in a uniform. Public schools are for everyone. The public schools have to serve every child in this country. And I think public education should not require children to I don't want to say comply because at certain at some points comply at some point compliance is necessary, but I don't think that children should be dictated what should it should be dictated to children what they should and should not wear unless someone's going to pay for it. Because let's be real, people there are a lot of people in public schools who cannot afford to buy uniforms. And of course, there's going to be that person that comes up with that uniform. Well, you can go to the thrift store and you can buy a uniform. But once again, let's be real. Let's think about that mom who's making $8.25 an hour. And even if she is married and she's married to someone who's making $10 an hour, we're looking at a household with less than $600 a month. I mean, weekly income after taxes, maybe more than that. And once you factor in normal everyday living expenses, people buy clothing for their children and then they have to buy extra clothing. And I just don't think it's fair. From an economic standpoint, you're forcing people to buy clothing to attend school when public schools are open to everyone. Now, there is a federal law that says that technically it cannot be required unless the school supplies uniforms but I'm gonna guarantee you that most parents don't know that. And then once you factor in magnet schools, which we have here in Houston, which are selective entry programs, if parents don't comply with the rules, there's always that possibility that they're not allowed to re-enroll the next year. Now, wait, I have a question. So if the school gave them the uniform, would you be okay with that? Mm, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, why? Why can't children just wear what they want to wear? And I understand that there is, in some regions, you have children that have, their areas are plagued by gangs. I say, okay, well, you can't wear these colors. But to say every day that a child has to wear these specific colors to school, I don't agree with that. And I'm also going to be honest. I think public school uniforms, children look like a hodgepodge of hot mess. <laughs> Because there's 15 different colors of forest green. There's 15 different colors of navy blue. Some children have on, what are those? I hate those pants. You know what's pants? Those are like cargo pants. pants. Those are cargo pants. I hate, hate cargo pants. Or it, it's not even uniform. They just look like a, like a, a rainbow, of a monochrome, a monochromatic it's rainbow. Red, white, and blue. It's just not cute. There, there's no, there's no uniformity. Yeah, and then khaki. You know how many different colors there are? They're string. There's. Well, I know that, like, statistically speaking, there's. It doesn't show that grades improve when no. these uniforms are, are um, the schools have uniforms or not. But personally speaking. I remember when I was a kid growing up that 
you would be made fun of if you didn't have certain name brand clothing or if you wore the same outfit to school. And I feel like uniforms stop that from happening because if you wear the same uniform every day, no one's really gonna notice. Until it starts to smell. And to, well, it's, it's washed. <laughs> I know people who they would come home and their mom would wash their clothes and send it back with them. That wasn't yeah, the issue. That's true. And as far as like, the school having to give you the uniform. But do um, those people have washing machines or are they hand washing? Well, I know I know people who hand wash. Okay. Who hand wash. Um, I'm sure sometimes kids had to go to school with some damp clothes, but <laughs> they had it. They didn't get a bus stop in the Bronx in 30 degree weather. Right. Wet well, pants. I was actually thinking the Caribbean, I know. Oh, okay. That experience. Um, but so I have four uniforms just because personally. Okay. But I see everything you're saying, but um, I think if the school gives you the uniform, I don't see the big deal about it. And I know at my children's school, we um, we have a table that parents donate uniforms to, so and it stays there all year round. Okay. And the nurse gets some. And I know that HISD also has a big. Before the school year starts, they have like everyone from different schools donates. Some schools have more money, and but how are you gonna get there if you need to get there? Some in certain cases, that's probably difficult. Probably. Um, I think maybe it could be something if we had to have like a solution to this problem. May if it is a problem at all, I don't. I don't know if it's a problem besides your opinion. <laughs> I mean, what about <laughs> shoes? Because you said that children were teased about what they were wearing. Typically, shoes aren't you are part of the uniform requirement so i think there's still a possibility that children are teased about their shoes the child that has the pay less shoes and then the child that has the jordans hmm. that's a good point that's a really good point um hmm. and I, I find this terribly funny because my son is mostly attended private schools and i'm thinking of a conversation that i had with a mother whose father is a well-known person in Houston and well actually nationwide and she was telling me about her son something that he was doing she was like no if he doesn't get his act together he no she told me he wants Nikes but he knows we're going right over here to pay less to get shoes and I, I find it funny that this child wore Payless shoes to school and other children whose parents are heads of multinational corporations and they're wearing Payless. But children in public schools who might not have that same, I guess, find whose parents aren't as well off, they're teasing other children about what they have. I just, I just find that interesting. Oh. That you would think that children from privilege would be more concerned about what children are wearing as opposed to children whose parents are maybe needing the uniforms because it does level the playing field. Does that make sense? Or am I just talking a circle? No, no. But you have me thinking that, you know, they'll find somebody else to make fun of. True. 
You are right. <laughs> they, they, they will find something else to make fun of. That's where I'm going. That's what I'm starting to think now. But then as a parent with kids and um, who wear uniforms in a public school, I think I, I love it again because it's so much easier to shop for. But you still have to shop for regular clothing. Yeah. And, and your children are always cute. Always. So... I don't, so why is it hard for you? Because you, it's not, it's less of a fight. It's less of a fight in the morning. Like, this is what you're okay. wearing. It's categorized. It's in a certain part of the closet. And I think it deflects from kids really looking at each other for what they're, I mean, well, I guess they still do it too, but I think it kind of tones it down as far as, you know, materialism is concerned in a school. Okay. May not eliminate it, and yes, they're going to fight over something, but um, I don't think it's as deep. Never know. Maybe they're com comparing pencil pouches or something. All right. <laughs> it, it's, I don't think you're going to sell me on this one, but... I got you on self-care. You got me on self-care. <laughs> oh but I, I guess for that mother who's who, if the parent is okay with it, why not? But I have heard the argument that it just places a greater burden on the parent. Really? So. And it's supposed to be there to alleviate it. I don't know if it was actually made to alleviate the parents because from, I, I remember this argument from the very beginning. Like I said, I'm from Atlanta. I remember when DeKalb County Schools went to uniforms there was a big write-up in the paper and some of the comments were financial burden it's just one other thing for parents to buy so i think that it's been there from the big very beginning i don't know how parents on the west coast feel which i know that california schools were the first to initiate the dress code due to gang violence which is another thing like why is it trickled over here? I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's some gangs in Houston, but why, why are public schools in Sheboygan or I don't know, give me a small Texas town. I, I don't know, but I know small towns in Mississippi where students wear uniforms. They're no gangs. What are these people like claiming cow sets? Why are they wearing uniforms? It's something that was taken to solve a very real problem and it was transferred across to across the nation to schools that don't even have problems i mean i understand in new york you live right. in the bronx it's probably very much needed but we live in urban areas of houston and while gangs exist is it that big of a deal i never heard of it as far as the gang situation that's not how it was introduced to me okay. it was more so um equality equality that's how it was brought to me but i guess the parent getting off the bus and the one pulling up in the porsche that <laughs> just lost on the children children good are points. stupid good points yeah or the child who's eating lunch in the cafeteria as opposed to the child who comes to school with a nice mommy made lunch Oh, speaking of which, did you ever get those personalized napkins for your children's lunchbox? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so that's it. It's like you have this one child who has this loving mommy note, and they have a $70 lunchbox. Right. Those 
and then this child who's eating a free lunch. So it's like, okay, maybe we are trying to level the playing field, but there are better ways. There, there are better ways. Our children are not dumb. They see what goes on. And honestly, I think it's better to let them know that not so much that inequality exists, but that I don't even know if I want to say that because then it puts me into this point like, are oh, you going to kill a child's spirit at the very beginning of life by telling them that, hey, you get this nasty, crappy school lunch, but this child over here has something wonderful? Well, okay, well, first of all, um, my kids like the, uh, well, one particular child likes the school lunch. <laughs> so I don't, it, in our school, I, I don't, it doesn't matter who gets school lunch or who doesn't. At least I don't think well, it does. They haven't, they haven't brought that up. Well, see, me. HISD, all children have free lunch. If I'm not mistaken, that was passed after Harvey. Yeah. So I think all children have free lunch now, but I ate it back in October for about 30 days, and the food comes from a central kitchen. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> have you had it? No, I don't. But when I was in, when I was a kid, I used to love it. I didn't mind. Really? Yeah. I never had packed lunch. That wasn't a thing in the Bronx. It was not. If you had packed lunch, it, no one cared. No one was. No one was jealous of your packed lunch. Or it didn't mean that you you came from a household with more money to Smith. I don't know. How can I don't even think I remember. See, our, if people were on free or reduced lunch, those are the people that bought lunch. Everyone else, it seemed, brought their own. So maybe it has a lot to do with where you live as far as what is important. To we all ate free lunch, but your clothing, when I was growing up, where it was from, that's something you, get, you, you would get made fun of if it was no-name brand or off-brand or you wore an outfit too much. Hmm. <sighs> I attended a school, a public school in middle school that was in a relatively, it was an upper middle class area and students from a housing project were bust in. So that's a conversation for another day. Okay. Definitely. But I have enjoyed this conversation. So we, we started out talking about self-care and we transitioned to school uniforms. This is how conversations with Brienne and I go. Honestly, this conversation is a little milder than I thought because our opinions generally greatly differ, but it seems like we kind of met one another in the middle. Well, no, not so much with uniforms. I still am still for uniforms. That is At least from a parent's concern, I just, I don't like to have to mess with it in the morning. And I, I can understand that. I could do as a parent, especially with my younger son who fights me on everything, but yet he doesn't want to pick out, no, my older son, he fights me on what he wears, but he doesn't want to pick out his clothes. Um, it is easier on days when he goes to school because they have a uniform requirement. There's no problems, but on the weekend, oh, goodness, this child gets okay. So yes, I do see what you're saying. So, but even though you, we haven't agreed, I still respect you. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I think that's one of the things, one of the problems that I see in this world is that people don't know how to remain friends or even just respect one another if their opinions differ. Right, right. So 
hopefully two years from now we still respect one another with that differing <laughs> yes um i know we will of course but um thinking about you know what i think i want to do i think we should do we should share our goals for the week right. and then discuss it the next week to see if we met them so do you have any goals to something that you want to accomplish this coming week girl scott cookies you need to get rid of I need them to get rid of them i need to i have to pack them up and give them to the people who ordered them i have two goals girl scott cookies and put things into my planner okay because i'm struggling with my planner okay well my goal is to plan my oldest son's birthday party and its birthday is april 28th typically i've started planning three months in advance he's already told me what he wants to do so i just need to make the phone call and get everything done. So that is my goal, is to get his birthday party planned because I really shortchanged the youngest. I did. The youngest boy is What do you think about birthday parties? We wanna talk about birthday parties next week? <laughs> we can, we can. You know what? When it comes to birthday parties, I like to do it up. What about you, Brianna? I like to do it up, but my husband does not like the bill that comes from that, from giving it up. <laughs> I don't pay my husband any attention. Maybe we should bring them on the show. <laughs> anyway, I've enjoyed talking to you, Brianne. So you. maybe we'll talk about birthday parties next week. Maybe we'll talk about something different, but whatever it is, I can't wait to hash it out on, Mommy, where's my shoe? Goodbye. Bye.